0: Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. That's right, it's three this week because I'm joined by uh, one of the uh, superstars of MMA. The guy's, he's, he's, he's won his last, I don't know, what's your record now? 14-1. Uh, and 14-1, and one, winner of The Ultimate Fighter, Elias Theodoro. Uh, thank you for coming. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor. Guys, it's time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked him out, this is the perfect time to get in the action. March Madness is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting with mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of the runaround you ask for a payout? I know I am. Well, come join my bookie today. I'd only recommend the service that's been good to me and the listeners. I'm telling you, you win, they pay. Fast. Without any hassles, so join today, uh, my bookie, and you will match, and they'll match your first deposit with a fifty percent bonus. That's right. If you uh, spend hundred dollars, you get an extra fifty bucks. So use the promo code MMA fifty and activate the offer today. MMA fifty. Oh, this is them or call one eight four four nine hundred bets. Play, win, and get paid. Also, I want to thank Blue Apron. Blue Apron uh, is amazing. Uh, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Uh, you'll know, love how good it feels, how good it tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. That's uh, Just go to blueapron.com slash roast. blueapron.com slash roast. So I'm here with Elias. Uh, I just happen to be in Calgary doing comedy, and you hit me up, and you're like, hey, I'm in town. What were you doing in town? Uh, I'm a
1: case site commentary for uh, Hard Knocks championship Uh, they had an event
0: hk 54 right so do you like you like to be doing a kate side commentary yeah i do
1: um it's obviously a different role but uh there's interesting aspects in the back end that you have to do with a a live show they're one of the few actual mma events that do a live show and actually broadcast it both in uh, canada and the states and many other different outlets i think this is pros Yep, pros and amateur. They actually uh, mix them in between. Uh, the really cool thing is you get to see a lot of the diamonds in the rough grow from you know uh, their debut as an amateur to eventually pro. Do,
0: am- do the amateurs wear shin guards or
1: no? No, no. It's uh, it's essentially uh, there's um, there's different uh, in regards to the amateur aspects. There's regular amateur and then there's advanced amateur where advanced you can uh, hit people in the head uh, on the ground rather because uh, the um, the the other kind of amateurs are more or less like a sports jujitsu where it's like striking, standing up and more submissions on the ground. Right. But um, it's really cool that Hard Knocks is taking a uh, kind of made themselves a forefront in regards to amateur MMA, and you get to see these stars, and obviously they throw a little bit more caution to the wind, so it's a lot of knockouts in the amateurs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, do you feel they need to be funny at all or, like, entertaining, or just do you just call like you see it? Um, a little bit of column A, column B. I'm still me um, in,
1: the, in many different ways, a couple of jokes here and there, but uh, I, I think uh, the the kind of flavor that I add is understanding on being on the other side of... Um, the cage, obviously. Uh, I get to kind of talk about the the, the body language that I see, the the, the the kind of aggressive dance that's kind of playing out
0: in front of me, and uh, I just give my two cents. Nice. And by the way, we're actually watching on Fight Pass the Alan Dubon and Gunnar Nelson fight. So uh, if you actually hear us uh, commentating on that, yes. uh, that's what we're watching. Uh, it's, uh, it's Saturday afternoon in... Uh, in Calgary. The shows have been fun. I, like, I love Canadians. Yep. Um, it was actually last night some 80-year-old came up to me after my show. I was asking who had tattoos and doing jokes about it. And she's like, just so you know, I have lips on, on my ass. And I was like, thank you for, for letting me know. Uh, another guy came up to me and gave me – he's like, hey, man, you want to smoke pot after the show? Which I, It's like kind of a cash 22 because I like smoking weed, but then – you don't know who you're smoking with. hundred percent. And then also the owner has to drive me to the condo and then I don't want to be stoned while the owner, you know, and say something really dumb. And then also sometimes that I get high and then people feel the need to tell me who they find funny or yep. their opinions on Amy Schumer or, or, or <laughs> what jokes they like. Or yeah. they, and then I, I just don't like to be... Yep. So, but the guy gave me a joint to go, which, which oh, was nice.
1: That's there you go. That's polite. That's, that's the best nice. case scenario. That's exactly it.
0: Because I don't, I don't have to like. I have nothing wrong with the guy. I just don't know him. Yes. You know? And and, I, and if, when you don't know people, I always feel like I'm on guard because you never know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I'm sure uh, as a fighter, when people take a picture with you and always like make a fist. Yep. Do you ever wonder if they're going to take a swing at you or
1: <laughs> no? Uh, it's more when they like you know put me in a headlock or they try and get get me in a headlock. But uh, for the most part, uh, I I think both of us in many ways uh, in our respective uh, professions uh, kind of uh, get people that reflect us, you know what I mean? So I I think, especially I would imagine someone that's going to see your show specifically likes you, you know what I mean? um, And then uh, same thing, uh, but (laughs) I've had some really interesting questions or really interesting ultimatums and situations.
0: Now you being like a a male model slash fighter – do you get guys that come up to you and like hey will you sleep with my wife in front of me or my girlfriend? You can neither confirm or deny that's Really? Happened. Yeah. Definitely, of course, there's been weird situations like that. And have you done it or no? No, 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 yeah. You don't want to be around it. No, yeah,
1: no, no, because yeah. then who what, what if that swing really comes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and
0: then you're naked and you're about to nut exactly. and the guy all of a sudden wants to, Yeah, it's just a bad bad yeah. way. Yeah.
1: But either way, I, well, I have a girlfriend now. So um but the, but I'm talking about more back in the day. Uh weird situations have happened many many times. Uh, especially cuz like in mixed martial arts uh, or anything aggressive uh, in sports, uh, they're, they're projecting certain things onto me um, in many ways, right? Like, so um, whether it's <laughs> uh, the, in the direction of that or, you know, bro, I know I, no one can ever knock me out, man. Uh, I have, you don't understand. I got the heart. No one, oh like, you don't understand. God. That sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like they tell you about their friend who who would beat anybody up in the world. Undefeated on the streets or
1: undefeated, uh, I don't know, some kind of cage, not cage, uh, but rather like underground
0: fight team. I had a guy hit me up the other day. He's like, hey, man, I I I really respect you a lot. I love your comedy. I want to get into comedy. I haven't done it, but I know I'm really talented. Uh, What should I do? like what like how, I haven't done it but I know I'm really talented. I've never rolled before but I know I'd be a black belt I, and I know I would dominate everybody and I would be Abu Dhabi champion like what, what is that? I mean yeah
1: it's it's because again when they see someone like ourselves, um, whether it's in a cage or on, on, up up on stage um, performing, Uh, in many ways they see a finished product. So they don't see the hours and hours and hours and hours that go into it. It's just we see someone on TV, fuck, he looks like me. I could do that.
0: (laughs) Right, right. A lot of times also... Uh, like it's like when you have a girlfriend, you know that you could have gotten any one of these girls. Understood. Like any girl that ever smiles at you or seems yep. polite to you, you could have gotten them. You you only remember the times that you've actually succeeded with yes. these girls. You never remember the other ninety nine percent where you screwed it up or you go home with your hand. <laughs> yes, or the girl's a tease, or maybe yes, she's just yes, being nice, yes. or maybe she just has a boyfriend. Yep. I, I can't. tell One of the worst ex- uh, experiences was I had these two sisters that wanted to hook up in. Uh, I think it was like Oklahoma City or something. Nice. And I was like, okay, uh, follow me. And then the other comedian, this feature, who actually, he was the headliner when I was coming up. And then we like three years later, we swapped. He was opening yeah. for me. So he resented me. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, man, oh, I want to take these girls back to the, to the condo. He's like, no, man, there's a rule. No girls in the condo. Which what? Every like, comedy club says, but no one ever follows it. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. He's like, no, man, I have a laptop. Uh, I don't want them to steal my laptop. I go first of all. I've seen your jokes. No one's taking these uh-huh. jokes. You know?
1: <laughs> just right away, just kick. So,
0: <laughs> can't come like, on give that. me a break. <laughs> like, you'd be lucky if anyone even wanted to have these for free. But, but then, then I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, I get these girls. I'm like, hey, follow me. We'll find a hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I don't know where I'm going. I'm driving. I'm looking back. I get caught in traffic. They're gone. My phone's dead. Uh, <laughs> The whole night was ruined. I, I was kicking myself. For, and it was one of those things these two girls were like, Yeah, our boyfriends just cheated on us both, and we, we want revenge at them with a comedian from out of town. It couldn't have been more perfect. Yep. And I screwed that up. So if I could screw that up, I'm sure I could screw up plenty of other things. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, now, your last fight. Yep. Great fight. Uh, close fight. Yep. Um, were you nervous going into the third that it was going to be, you needed to finish or uh, to win by a big margin? Either way,
1: I like I like the longer fight kind of goes because um, I don't have uh, any real set background as a mixed martial artist. I've started about six, seven years, or seven, eight years ago now at this point. Um, and I'm fighting guys like Cesar, who's been doing jiu-jitsu since he was 10. Um, Tiago Santos, who's um, been... Uh, kickboxing since he was 12 um and then uh, sam alvey who has like 45 fights on him um so in many ways i'm kind of hitting the ground running so i love the mat time because i get to learn i get to grow and that's the the most important part game date right because it doesn't matter how many uh times you won or tap someone in the gym uh but you that's also not what like to win
0: though i mean yes 100
1: percent. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. no that's not the point i was trying to get at but the idea that um i i I'm just having fun in there, and obviously I wanted to win. I think I should have done more of what I did in the second and the third, especially because he was backpedaling. Um, funny story, uh, he broke his hand uh, in the fight. I don't—that's not the funny story. Yeah, but uh, yeah, sucks to be him. No, um, the, the more important thing being, um, he actually uh, didn't like. I did some antics. I was killing him with kindness the whole time because uh, some people, some fighters, they need to be you know angry. They need to be they need to p- pump themselves up, um, but. Basically, uh, I was killing him with kindness, and then at the end of it, I ended up giving him a cake because it was his birthday. Did not like that. Really? They gave him a birthday cake. You gave
0: him a cake before the fight or after? No, the fight?
1: no. What's it called? Um, during Wayans. Oh and my I said, god! Uh, to the birthday boy, health, happiness, but sorry for the L.
0: Oh wow! <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so he got mad, and he basically went to a mutual friend. And he was like, "Man, what's wrong with your bro? I'm gonna <laughs> break his face." And the irony being that he actually
0: broke his hand. hand off my your, face. That your hand, your act, yeah. your face broke his hand
1: instead of. His face, hand breaking my face. My face broke his hand.
0: So we're watching right now, Allen versus Gunner. Gunner, man, the guy looks. He makes Musasi look excited. Yes, yes I mean, he does. He, I have. He he has permanent resting bitch face. Yes, he's uh, a
1: Kermit face uh, two Have you
0: ever fought a guy with who just you can't read their expression? Not really. I well, I haven't really noticed it.
1: That's the thing. Like, like again, other people look different directions, but I usually look at the chest, right? So it's less looking at the eyes. But um, it's become like a meme, right, with him, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, Gunner. Uh, one of the favorite ones where it's like angry, sad, <laughs> whatever. It's all the same.
0: Yeah. Now, now Alan is also a model. Uh, do you guys get competitive at all? Is there like a Zoolander thing where huh. you and him are going to have some type of uh, runway off or yes. something?
1: Well, why divide when we can conquer and look great doing it? Um, <laughs> No, and we're different weight class anyway, so there's no real situation. And I'm team long hair. He's
0: short hair. He's slick as fuck. (laughs) Right. Now, are you really sponsored by Perel?
1: Yeah. No, not Perel. Uh, Uh, Pert Plus. Pert Plus. Yes. uh, It's actually called Pert now. Um, I'm part of the rebranding. I'm actually the... I got the American account first and I'm in the process of getting both Canada and Australia so I'll actually be their world ambassador wow
0: yep. that must be really good
1: money I can make more money being a hair model than be punching people in the face
0: wow that's amazing good for you man you, I, well, you, you, you deserve it so uh. I appreciate
1: it brother I, it's a, a lot of work. Uh there's a lot of cool things I, I'm A lot of working.
0: work. What do you have to wash your hair? What yes. <laughs> the
1: fuck are you talking <laughs> about, man? <laughs> no, actually with uh Pert Plus being the original two in one, I actually get both conditioning and
0: oh, What do you mean a lot shit, of work? Who? That is such bull. what kind of work do no, you no, have? What no, kind no. Of I get the
1: work and the idea of the conversations with uh the uh Just getting the agency, the job. uh right. what's it called? The, having the you know, having to go through a different like not only the marketing team, 'cause it uh Pert uh Branches out for another marketing team who was the one I originally had a conversation with, and then from there, um, per plus per was on board. Uh, and then now it looks like we're gonna get uh, the whole rest of the world. I'm conquering wow! The world. So um, now are
0: you doing billboards or are you gonna yeah, get it's it's like- in the way?
1: So we did the, the first uh, activation essentially, um, of our uh endorsement and t- work together um and it's just a, it's a progress it, it's going to be a long lasting thing and we're just going to start adding more and more uh content whether it's like billboards whether it's um commercials um i have a tv show in the works so there might be different opportunities in regards to that as well good so, for you man um yeah so that's where that like, kind of the hard work is uh i'm not just uh punching and kicking people <laughs> in the head i'm thinking of uh different plans and well, uh, different goodness.
0: projects it's crazy why watching alan right now and- yep I, uh, I moved to California 10 years ago mm-hmm. and they, there was a gym opened up across the street from me called Legends yep. about eight years ago. So I go across the street, and there's like four people in there, one of them being Alan, mm-hmm. right? So he's, so he's like, hey, man, uh, you want to wrestle? So I'm like, all right. And he would never wrestled before. Like, so we're going – it's basically outside. There's a little octagon outside. It's a, almost going into the sidewalk. You have to walk around it. And I'm wrestling with him, and he, 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 was, he had no technique. He didn't know yep. anything. And, and now to see him – uh, co-headlining an event is just shows you how how great he is and how much of a, an athlete and how how cool that is. You know, to, yeah. to, 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 I mean the other because like, like, I couldn't like beat LeBron James one on <laughs> one five years ago, and then all of a sudden he's LeBron James. Like, yep. but uh, but it, everyone's saying I hope it doesn't go to the ground. Hope it's on the ground. And Alan is really good on the bre- the ground. I think he might either be a black belt or a brown belt in Tenth Planet. Now, right now, he's in an arm triangle, so as I'm saying this, I hope he doesn't get subbed. But he has a very underrated ground game, uh, this Alan Juban game. Well, even to his credit,
1: obviously, he's in the disadvantaged position at this moment. But he's he's is keeping strong in regards to his actual frames. Um, he's trying to get space with Gunner, and that's no easy feat. Um, so what
0: would you do? So right now, Alan is on his back. Gunner has him in full mount uh or actually is it half guard or or he has well it's it's kind of a mixture of both he's he's almost doing
1: like a um not uh no it's not quite dope mount it's on the opposite side it's on top now yeah he's just basically shoving his way to mount so what
0: would you do if you were alan at this
1: point chaos is your best bet you want to get uh space i would just start trying to buck and try to get uh, my elbows in and kind of go through the back underneath there or eventually he's Getting away from the cage, I would want to bring myself to the cage. Uh, just like with my last opponent, Caesar, I literally stood up and walked over to the cage. I actually was cognizant enough to walk all the way over to my corner.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, now So Alan knows he, he lost round one. He's got to know that. Uh, how, how many times in your 13 fights, right? Th- 12 and 1? Uh, thir- uh, 14 and 1. 14 and 1. In your 15 fights, how many times have you lost round one? I've
1: uh, only lost uh, uh, two round ones and one round three. So, is there is there panic mode as you go afterwards? No, I I think I'm a little bit of a slow starter. Um, I think the longer it goes, like I I would love nothing more than to have ten minute first rounds, and then uh, I'm all about cardio. Like I can go on for days. I'm probably the only two hundred and fifteen pound marathon runner. Like, you run uh, marathons? I have run marathons. I do it on my own all the time. I, really? It's my form of meditation. So you could just do twenty six miles. Uh, what's called? I, I kind of cut it down to about like thirty kilometers, which is just short of uh, uh I think like eighteen, seventeen on like on the regular without like. And I would,
0: how how often do you run eighteen miles? Um, well, I'll I'll
1: easily do um I do probably about ten kilometers a day, which um would end up being just I think it's like seven six uh, miles a day um just just for fun wow um, and that's for my form of meditation um especially now because i'm just coming off a fight I, i'm kind of take And i say just coming off a fight my girlfriend will be the first person to say uh you <laughs> fought a month ago stop drinking <laughs> <laughs> but uh no um the point being oh nice they're going back at it and now. forth yeah they are see this is the this is kind of Alan's best opportunity. Space, um, being aware of the track line against the cage, and start moving. Uh, I think he needs to create a lot of chaos because as soon as uh, Gunny gets a hold of your hips, uh, that's where the, the real danger is. Everything, whether it's a punch. Oh, oh nice. Oh, wow. shit. It's
0: over. It's over. Alan just got really hurt. Uh, Alan is not. He, he It's over. Although, it, it, I feel okay, it's over. Wow. Fuck. That was a. Fuck. Okay.
1: with a powerful. I think that was a left. He's a right. He's a lefty. Right.
0: That, that was, was a l- powerful right hand. He, just stunned. Isn't him. he a lefty?
1: I think he was a. He's a lefty. So I think he oh, hit yeah. with a left. And that's what was. Fuck, man. Like another McGregor type deal, right?
0: Yeah. Damn. Like, that was rough. That was hard to watch.
1: Did not expect that either.
0: No, I don't think Allen did either. Uh, and uh, damn, fuck. Yeah. But hey, look. You know, Allen wasn't ranked. Gunner is what, ranked in the top, top ten? Top five, almost? Isn't he almost like five, seven-ish? So you lose to a guy in seven, you're not ranked. You, yep. Your stock doesn't really drop that much. No, no, definitely not. Especially, it's it's a pretty exciting fight. Yep. No, um,
1: in mixed martial arts, it, that's the kind of the, the positives of what it is. It's you you lose one in boxing and you're irrelevant, yeah.
0: right? Oh, yeah, 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 right. You lose one in boxing. You could be 30-0. 30-1, yeah. yep. you're, you're off the main card. You're on the... Yeah. No, t- he's
1: not a le- he's not a lefty. I was wrong. Yeah, it was the right. Oh fuck! Damn. Yeah. Uh,
0: the ref should have stopped it right there. There was no fucking need to even get the submission. Although Alan does come back. That's the thing yeah, about yeah, Alan. Yeah. So lately, let's talk about you for a sec. You've been calling people out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you called out Rashad Evans, right? Uh, very politely and in very Canadian fashion. What did you say? Um, I, I,
1: I basically. I thought it'd be an honor to fight him in general Um, unfortunately he lost to uh, Brett Favre's older brother um, Dan (laughs) Kelly who I have nothing but respect for you have to you gotta respect yes I I kind of I want to fight a a legend in the sport which Rashad Evans is he's a he's a ultimate fighter winner he's a former champion and I'd be the I'd love to be the person that put him into retirement
0: but don't you think that that's sort of calling somebody out late like I
1: understand that that's why I would like I would happily fight Dan Kelly who won he's on a four fight win streak Um, he's a He's underestimated and underrated, I think, because he is 105. Yeah. But But still, he's on a four fight win streak, and that's a hard feat in the middleweight division. Uh, Going on from there, there are a bunch of people I would love to fight, but it's also the case of who is um who is kind of uh, you know not injured or not already booked there's been a couple of people I would love to fight uh, uh Christoph Jocko who is like 14th I think or 12th or something like yeah. that but uh, I think he's fighting Taslatus He's a monster fight- yeah yeah he's a big beast but again it's that, the weird situation where everyone's kind of all booked around that area so I, I I'm I think I'm just as shy of the, the top 15 so I'm down to fight anywhere around there and then uh, also leading into it too
0: I think you and Kelly would be a great fight Yeah, uh, that would just be awesome Yeah, I think a lot of people would be pulling for him because it's like the old man versus like the fucking the <laughs> Greek god at the same time you know uh, I think it's a great fight for you you just have to although he, he did show me a lot I was at cage fight I thought people I thought Rashad was going to run through him I thought it's speed but Kelly has some chin on him Yep, uh, and he's I don't know how he does it.
1: Never underestimate a guy that has to put food on the table for his kids. He's grandkids t- yeah, and yeah, grandkids and great-grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: a just, lot of mouths to yeah, feed. Yeah, it just keeps going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seriously. He was at the Last Supper. He yeah, was actually exactly. he was on table. He was the third guy down. Uh, now, okay, so there. And then then on Twitter yesterday, you said that Kelvin Gasolin was not a legend. What was that? <laughs> no, I just – it. well – to
1: to to be honest, uh, part of it is I do um, I do create content for um, champions, um, and that was uh, more or less a, a con- uh, in part of uh, a caption that I put in in one of their articles. But uh, I, I he's a legend beater, but he's no way a legend. If anything, I joked around. Yeah, if anything, yeah, yeah. he's a legend at missing weight.
0: Oh nice, <laughs> nice.
1: well, but he's, he's he's on his way though. No one can no yeah. one can take away any of the momentum that he has. No one can take away what he's accomplished, uh, and he looks amazing at middleweight. Not taking anything with him. He's not a legend. You can't just throw a leg. Right, course, he's not right. a legend. No, I, I get it. I,
0: same thing happened with with comics. People are like, Nikki Glaser's a legend. Like, they, yeah. you know, these Brody, Steve. I mean, th- these guys are good. Or Crystal is a legend. Yep. I'm like, he, okay, Crystal a good comic, uh, but he's there's guy. You know, you know, to me, Jerry Seinfeld's a legend. Yep. Dangerfield's a legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you have to be careful who you. Uh- By the way, there's a picture of Claudia in the crowd. Claudia is fucking hot. I'm not gonna disagree. Uh, uh, Francis another guy and, oh, I thought and you were going
1: to say he was hot too oh,
0: okay. yeah, he's also very very hot <laughs> now um, now okay so also you have a girlfriend now what, what is this
1: yeah no I've been dating we've been dating uh, for the better part of a couple of years now um, we've been uh, it, you know it's difficult because the amount of traveling I, I, I do but I uh, and you, you're seeing someone as well, right? So you know yeah, the idea. I'm engaged. Of, oh man, you get married in June. Fucking a, yeah, yeah,
0: congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank Fucking you. Fucking a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I
1: actually saw a post of that. Yeah, no, no problem. It, no problem. Yes.
0: Yes. yes. They, they were going to hire you as a as a stripper for the bachelor oh, party. Oh, uh, so I, I would have. Okay. I, I said absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, uh, no. So no I'm who's The stripper? Your
1: bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, my bachelor party.
0: <laughs> awesome. Now, uh, now, who who is this girl?
1: Uh, yeah, well, Michaela Altamira. She's uh. She amazing model or uh, No, no. She's um. She actually works at uh, Forever Twenty One. She does floor plan specifically. Um. She the really cool thing with her job. Uh. She gets to instead of like head office telling. Uh, she works in. Um, not necessarily retail, but she works in retail, but not on the, the retail side. Right. Um, she essentially um, puts together the, the floor plans and the actual um, layouts of every uh, her store or whatever. And the difference between that is um, with most, head office gives you a, a plan. She gets to be creative. Nice. Um, she also works as a at uh, uh, what's it called?
0: The club. She does bottle service. Okay. She, all right. Yeah. Now, all right. now I'm getting a better picture. All right. So she's beautiful. Service. If that's what you're yes. asking, okay. she's beautiful, yeah, inside uh, and out. Right now, now I mean, there's been. Now you guys have been seeing each other for a while, but there's been a lot of women that have allegedly you you've you've been with. I mean thousands of women and you know <laughs>
1: thousands, ten now. thousands of women, <laughs> literally now, all of yeah, Connecticut. Yeah, because yeah, I mean I
0: mean every girl in Saskatchewan. <laughs> yes, every, every, every those are a couple of years ago. Yes, every girl in Calgary. You have you, I mean every every province you've pretty much taken a. Now how has she been able to deal with that? Um, you know what, uh, I think
1: I, for the first time in my life, I found someone that I think is a a, a partner. I, right. I really respect her as a person. She's smart. She's funny. Um, she is hot as hell. Nice. Um, and, uh, we really get along. Like, uh, she gets me for the big man child I am. Right. Um, and uh, obviously there's, um, you know, there's obviously, you know, the, what I'm trying to say is the, the amount I travel, the amount I run around, it, it is difficult, but we've been really good at just communication and just getting better at it.
0: But you get girls right now that like always DM you naked pictures or on Facebook Dudes or Instagram. Too. So like, why, dude, why, why limit now, yourself to 50%? Is she possessive? Is she like, who the fuck no, is she's, this? Or she's just... She's very, she's very cool. Uh,
1: in many ways, uh, the, the thing that we had to deal with early on was just communication. And that's always a challenge. And we're kind of just working on it. Um, Uh, Again, I, 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 I'm just really pumped for lack of a better word um, that I get to have someone in my life that I truly care about. Good, you're growing up. I've, I'm still a grown ass man child and That's she good. will be the first to tell you that but nice. uh, I like you no, I'm really I'm really happy in my relationship
0: are you still hanging out with that 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 maniac guy that you get to my show with he's like yeah but I, I'm like what do you do for a living he's like I'm on Instagram I thought he was lying he's got 10 billion Instagram <laughs> followers every one of them is hip of his 8 pack or reading have, a book or with some, his 8 pack yeah or some <laughs> weird shot where with a dog like, journaling with a dog and a baby <laughs> well, who is that guy engagement uh, uh,
1: what's it called statistically speaking what's Anything with a dog And anything with abs uh, Nick Bateman
0: Oh that guy Anyone
1: Anyone who, anyone on the internet Pretty much knows who he he's is He's the
0: worst I, I'm never <laughs> taking a picture With him sweetheart. again Seems like a nice guy But he's like He's like a guy That you can never Hang out with <laughs> Sure because, I can Because he will You can <laughs> Any any other guy He will steal your girl uh, Or or even if he doesn't Your girl will yell His name in bed <laughs> exactly, While you're exactly. having sex with him Yeah Your dad would even Yell his yeah, name that's Not true. your dad specifically but That dude is ridiculous Nice
1: no, guy a, but. No he's a sweetheart uh, But I understand um I I again uh it's so funny cuz like um I have I people know who I am and it's funny when I go out with them where like they're just a the demographics difference so like all these hot like girls will just be like, "Can I
0: take a picture with you? Can I take a picture?" With you? Yeah,
1: and then and just a dude will be like, "Yo, man, saw your last fight, pretty good." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, thanks. yeah. Dude, you're like
0: the ugly chick, and that's that relationship. Good. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy because I'm totally I, fine with it. I, hopefully, he has like a Brad Pitt or someone that makes him the ugly. <laughs> exactly. Dude, but it, it's I don't bullshit. think no
1: matter who he stands next to, he would ever that, that, be the ugly one.
0: It's like they say, comedians are rock stars until real rock stars show up. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's sort of what it is, you know. Uh, there used to be a club called Dublin's. So it was like the hottest club in like. The '90s and 2000s for comedy—it's where Dane Cook before he was Dane. Yeah. That, that start, yep. and everyone was like, "Man, like no matter where you were, you almost wanted to go late in the lineup because, th- like, if you killed at three, every chick wanted to fuck you until the number four guy went on, and then the number five. So if you went on second, you were forgotten about it by the time the eighth comic went up. Makes so, sense. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Now, um, by the way, what do you think of Vitor Belfort calling out CM Punk? Yeah um and well you know, he you know, wins at this point <laughs> <laughs> like, like honest question like well I,
1: you know what uh, vitor has he has about 30 to 40 seconds yeah of just oomph yeah just gas pedal all the way down and then uh the 50 year old surfer uh lays on his back
0: right. and goes out right now do you think he beats cm punk at this point <laughs> yes
1: y- yes, I, he beats- uh, yes.
0: Do you, you still, I don't know if I, I honestly believe I that. I understand. I um, understand. And um, I think he will be. I, I think. I, I think CM Punk. I think Vitor wins. But could just size wise. Uh, I think you got to look at size wise. But um, saying Vitor Belfort from five years ago. That wouldn't even like. It well, yeah. Win.
1: No one was better than T R T Tour.
0: Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't get out thirty seconds. But now CM Punk might get out a round. Might get out of the first round. I mean, I don't think it would happen. But. Uh, it, the, Stranger things, have, I mean... Why don't we let Vita...
1: I think he has, like, one more fight left on his contract. Let's just cancel that. Let him go to Ryzen and just get him all the Mexican supplements we can. Yeah, no. And we just get him fighting Krokop or Vanderlei. Yeah.
0: yeah absolutely. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, even Krokop and Ryzen, who beat um, who beat uh, King Mo, was not the same Crow Cop that we saw in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this whole thing called drug testing. Ah, uh, man. How, how often do you get drug tested? Um... So I get, I, I can't remember how many times. I think I've gotten tested about six times, five, six times, um, like, uh, randomly. Um, there's been some funny situations where, like, because uh, I travel so much. Like, I did one of my camps with Chris Weidman out in New York. And uh, I, I don't know how they, they got to my door because there was, like, basically a downstairs. And you had to, like, either if we locked it, then you can't get up to where my, uh, my apartment was. Either way, I'm almost certain he climbed up the fire exit. No way. Yeah, um, and got in. Wow. And then just smashing on the door at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And ironically enough, I was actually wearing a free Nick Diaz t-shirt. Oh, really? I took a piss.
0: Perfect. <laughs> yes. Well, I think Ellenberger said he pulled a, pulled a, a gun on the guy. Well, like, that's he, excessive. But uh, like- <laughs> I guess
1: you guys, <laughs> you can, you Americans really are about your <laughs> Second Amendment rights. Yeah, and
0: then, uh, then uh, Angela Magana said she was in Puerto Rico when they showed up. It was The area was like too... Uh, they like wouldn't go in the area but uh, first of all maganya needs to get other tests as well besides a uh, drug <laughs> test but yeah I, I i i follow her by the way so right now um uh Corey anderson is walking out uh he is fighting uh jimmy Manawa. nice uh weird uh, that it's a weird main event cory anderson uh, understood he, especially
1: for the well no um Corey himself,
0: or just, just Corey being in a main event is yeah. just like a, a strange guy to pick. I like, I feel like only hardcore fans know Corey Anderson, and even them, it's like almost hardcore amongst the hardcore. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like I, he, he won the Ultimate Fighter. He's good, mm-hmm. but he's like, as far as like, why wouldn't they put Brad Pickett his going away fight as the main event?
1: Well, uh, size. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. uh, no one watches for the most part under a certain weight class. Yeah. Um, for Better or worse, but uh, I think a part of it also is uh, he's it's not really him, it's more his opponent so, who is from London. So I think it's it's the London main event, right? Right? With right. whoever they paired him up with. Um, and then I, I, you know, they obviously the UFC doesn't uh, they don't have much control over how uh, the results go, but one would assume Manawa is the one that they want,
0: yeah, of course. Now, what do you think of MVP? Hey, legit, legit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you think he hasn't fought anybody really that good yet, or to his level? Yep. I mean, they're obviously all good. They're in Bellator, but not to his level. Yep. how do you think he'll do when he comes across a a guy like you, a, a grinder? Uh, well, the,
1: again, that—that's whether you win or lose, you got to um, evolve. Uh, mixed martial arts is that, and I think what happens when you have someone that's so good at their one sales set, uh, the real issue is their ego. Uh, whether someone wants to be a beginner again, I, I know many people uh, that are, you know. A, a solid kickboxer, but they get tapped out on the ground uh during training and they don't want to feel uh uncomfortable again. They almost feel like being a beginner is a is a bad thing. Like a Joe I,
0: Schilling kind of a thing where Joe Schilling or,
1: or I well, him he's he's such an elite. I would more a thatchet. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh what's it called? That's why he, like he uh, and all the undertone undertone slash rumors that I always heard is he that he doesn't well he got cut. No, yeah. that he doesn't like he, he already got cut. He but just that he doesn't like training jujitsu like uh, you're in mixed martial arts if that's the case then go kickbox right like you know what i mean right I, I think there's our people that uh and that's i think not always to bring it back to me but i think that's where like people like myself uh you know Roy mcdonald being an example who uh, kind of started off as a blank uh canvas and then added mixed martial arts in its entirety i'm kind of a jack of all trades and i'm slowly trying to become master at some of it. now
0: what would you do if you fought a guy like mvp
1: um, you'd have to, basically you would have to cut him off in regards to, you know, all the way in, all the way out. Um, I would obviously want to put him against the the cage because he's shown, uh, that that's where, and not even showing just, you would assume that's where his weakest point would be. Um, and you would just kind of flood him with options. Uh, again, with wrestling, it's never the sh- first shot. It's the second, it's the reshoot, it's the reshoot. And we're constantly just trying to get a piece of him and toss him, get a piece of him and toss him.
0: Yeah, I, I can't wait till he, he fights a guy. Speaking of uh, uh, Canadian fighters, we, i got to get your take on GSP Bisbing uh, because, man, I can't wait for that fight. Uh, even though I don't think that that fight should even happen, I mean, what's the point of having rankings if you're not going to follow them? What's the point of having even rankings? Not, not only are they not following the rankings, they're putting a guy in who took four years off and then putting them at, like the weight class above them—it just makes no sense. It, it it makes no sense, but it makes all the sense
1: in the sense. <laughs> let's not say sense again. But um, in the idea that this is no longer, or what one could argue, if it ever was a sport, but it's more or less sport entertainment. And with WME, for better or worse, the purpose is to sell tickets. The purpose is to sell pay-per-views. They have like $100 million on interest a year on those loans. So they got to be paying that somehow. And um, something like this, especially with, you know, a loss of Ronda Rousey. um, uh, uh, What's his name? Um, uh, Brock Lesnar disappearing. Uh, You know, a couple of these legends maybe not necessarily being, you know, Father time. You can't be father time. So people are coming and going, and that's the way the sport goes. Um, people will fade, and who knows what the fuck uh, Conor McGregor's doing. <laughs> yeah, but
0: don't you feel like they're going to lose the hardcore fan base uh, if they keep doing this? I mean, maybe the maybe the hardcore is like, fuck it, I just want to see. They don't care. But it just seems like, okay, we now have a legitimate sport. Like It's a legitimate sport. In essence, Like it's it's no longer banned in New York. It's no longer, yeah. you know... Like how it was in the beginning, and sometimes those were awesome and there was headbutting and and this mm-hmm. and that and I whatever it was. I mean, th- those are some fun fights to watch. If, if like you go back in the day and you watch them, but this is a, but now we have a legitimate sport with the legitimate rankings and rules and everything else. Like let's say basketball, and basketball, I know the Lakers sell tickets, mm-hmm. but you just can't all of a sudden. Put the Lakers in the finals because they sell tickets. If they're a five hundred team, I,
1: I I think you're right. Obvi- but there's there's difference in regards to the ranking system being owned by the, the who basically is set up and done by the UFC in general, or you know media that kind of are working with them. Anyways, um, it's all relative in it in some regards, um, and also the fact that um, to to kind of contra like the best of both worlds would be them, what they're doing. They're going to, instead of 53 uh, shows like they did last year, they're only going to do 31. They're going to cut some fighters. Um, They're going to, like For fuck's sake, uh, two and a half million people watched uh, Hoist Gracie versus Shamrock and the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. So you just got to put it on free TV. Um, they own something like a content provider that is uh, UFC Fight Pass, and they also have a deal with uh, Fox that they're going to renew. The rumor is that they're going to try and bump it up to 400 million a year. Um, you do that for the casual fan who just wants to watch it on TV, who will watch a better product than fucking Kimbo versus Data 3000. <sighs> and um, yeah, 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 but, yeah, but but the thing is, people will watch it nonetheless. You you have some names. That there's there's use of different uh, veterans that will get people, and especially if it's on free TV, anyways. And you put the pay per views, you maybe have like five, maybe ten a year of uh, a. But, there, but, there, but
0: there's a thing called jumping the shark, you know yeah. where where. Like I'm all for fun fights. Yep. You know you want to have. I even you want to have CM Punk versus Herschel Walker on an undercard, or, or you you want to have you know you want to have Soldier Boy Chris Brown. You know I don't even care if you did put that in there. It'll get like, it's fine. But when you have the titles at stake, when you have the top five, when you have to, and GSP might win. That's the even scariest part about this whole thing is that you know Bisbing is not. It's not like. But there are four guys mm-hmm. in Jokic Rockhold Weidman. Uh, Musasi and Romero, Romero. five guys that are busting their ass and they want to be the champion and they've earned it. their shot. And now you're like, okay, we're we're throwing in this guy who hasn't fought in four years and it is GSP, but we're giving him a title shot at a higher weight class because it'll sell tickets. You know what? Biz being Romero will sell tickets. It it won't sell the the most as many tickets as GSP will, but why not have GSP fight Woodley? I mean... That's his weight class. Yeah. If you want to give him a, a title shot, give him a title shot at his weight, mm-hmm. as opposed to Bisbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's good for Bisbing because he's making money, mm-hmm. and you know he's fought he fought six guys that were roided out mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and you know. But at the same time, it sort of it it, it kind of sucks for I think. For the Yoel Romero's who who, who don't speak English and aren't stars and aren't marketable, Oh, forget. Yeah, yeah, I, and <laughs> and it, and it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't help guys like Colby Covington either yep. because now you you got these guys that are ranked fourteen, fifteen, but they're just now they're not even getting any closer to the title shot. And in some ways, it's like, hey, even if we, you get there, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, honestly, the, I, I agree with you. I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Obviously, new ownership potentially new direction uh term belts for all um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a, but uh with that being said it's it, all i have to say to both uh, the the main event uh don't hate the player hate the game sure. um, i think i i'm i love that Bisbing potentially like i'm friends with both of them like i'm buddies with both of them so um you know i don't really have a dog in a fight because i i it's impartial. I want them all to make as fucking much money as possible. Right. And, uh, no one gets injured. Great fight. All that jazz. Um, I think someone like Bisbing who just a year or so ago, I, I remember sitting down with him in LA where he was, all, you know, just before he was running off to do, um, uh, uh triple X in yeah. Toronto. Um, he uh, was almost being more reflective about a fight, about his fight career. He was almost like just saying, "Yeah, I'm going to hand in the gloves pretty soon." He wanted to basically have one, one more fight is it
0: after he won too. No, this is before. before this is way one. before.
1: Um, I think he what's it called the fight that that was supposed to happen with him in uh, Whitaker. Yeah, uh, and thing I think he had a, a bomb elbow or something like that at the time. Um, but either way uh the point being he was kind of reflective and here you know this is a real moment of someone an ultimate fighter winner someone who had so many fights and that and that's kind of what he he um was expressing the idea that he wanted to beat GSP's you know most wins uh, and then retire and then ironic like ironically enough he's going to end up fighting George yeah. um not too much later so I, i'm really pumped for his Cinderella moment that he's kind of having and again all the money that he's making yeah, like, I don't know if many people know this, but he is the one of maybe not anymore with Conor McGregor around, but he was at one point the highest disclosed paid fighter ever. Wow, good for him. Yeah, um, and he's you know played the heel this whole time. He, like uh, sometimes I, when I tell people I'm buddies with him, like
0: is he is he an asshole? I'm like no, no he's just he's just playing the part. He's, that's his shtick. I tell people he came to my comedy show yeah. with end and helped me put away chairs. Yeah, like that's the kind of guy. Yeah. he's a real like blue collar. Yep. like just a nice. Nice guy, he's a fighter,
1: like He's a nice dude who found his niche market. He was again, uh, it's a, it gets weird by saying he was, he was you know, Conor McGregor before He was Conor McGregor, but uh, but more in the idea again, being the brash Brit, the brash yeah. person from down out there. Um, and then with George, um, again, uh, the most dominant, um, uh, what's it called, welterweight of all time. Uh, you know, three years, four years, he's been retired. My whole UFC career, like I remember watching when I was in the Ultimate Fighter house. We watched his last fight against uh, Johnny Hendricks in the house, and they made a whole thing about it. Like there was like popcorn, and there was like yeah, all like yeah. booze and stuff, and we had a good time. And uh, you know, it was a close fight then, and we we're like, Whoa. I remember uh, looking at my buddy Luke. Uh, and we we're just like, we'll take it, we'll <laughs> <Yeah>. take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought he lost that fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a close fight, but um, either way, you know,
0: that fight you got. On, I feel like you, that fight took more out of. Hendricks than it did or the Robbie fights took a lot out of Hendricks you know mm. the Lawler fights both, yeah definitely both of them now who do you think wins uh, have you, by the way have you training with GSP at all uh, well he hasn't he, like in the last uh, little bit that I've been at um, TriStar
1: he's actually taken more like before that, he was taking more of a um, coaching role, uh, and then obviously doing his own individual training and stuff like that. But he's honestly still a shit brick house. Um, always like he like even when I'm in shape, I just feel like you know lazy around him because he's he. Oh, okay. Nice. All right.
0: So Manoa just dropped Corey. Uh, we're watching that right now. Corey. Oh. oh, it's done. It's over. And he walked away. Manoa with the walkaway knockout in one round over Corey Anderson. This dude has serious power. Yep. He has serious power. Yeah. Wow. It was not a good day for Americans uh, in the main event. No. Um yeah and I feel like that might have been uh, by design uh, but you know <laughs> wow so GSP who do you think wins him and Bisbee. I see here's the thing I think both have e-
1: opportunity to win this thing obviously uh, George coming off of such a long layoff uh, that's a huge task for anyone but I think if anyone can do it it, it would be George uh, his focus uh, he's been very public about it like his OCD and that's what kind of like he had to step away from mixed martial arts because like he never enjoyed the fruits of his labor like right. he even when he, he was so obsessed with, um, you know, I just won my title. And then the, the top contender, you know, before they were just throwing out interim belts for yeah. a while, um, he, he would know who he was fighting. it's like, well, if he's just fought and I just fought, then it means it's only three months. But then with this, with this, like you he would never stop thinking. Day. It would just
0: consume him. That's how I am. Yeah. I, I have OCD as well. Yeah. Like I, I went to go see a psychiatrist and they said, from one to ten I'm about a four mm. And they put me on uh, On medication for it Like I still take it But it, it's You really are a prisoner In your own head It's one mm. of the worst things And as much as people Want to tell you Shut up Or you know, uh, you know They would always tell you Oh just think of a stop sign yeah. And stop Or don't worry about it That's the worst Because then you then, Like you're never In the moment yep. You're always somewhere else And then you're beating yourself up afterwards for not being in the moment. So it's it's double the whammy, and it's something it's over something so stupid. It's it's never like it's never OCD. Uh, It's just everything becomes a snowball Mm -hmm. where it's like oh shit, you know, um, like I'm on stage and I'm having uh, that joke didn't work, and that means I just. That means I'm not funny, and then I'm not gonna be able to pay my rent, and I'm, I'm gonna get fired yep. from this comedy club, and then I'm gonna have to go home, and then my girl's gonna leave me, and then my, I'm gonna get evicted, and after I get evicted, I'm gonna be on the street, yep. and then I'm gonna be homeless, and then everyone, in am gonna high school is gonna tell me I'm a loser, and then uh, it, it just just go, it just yeah. goes on, and all in like ten seconds, yep. it happens, and then you, and then you okay, uh, and then but it's just you do this all fucking day yep. long, and if you're not on medication or uh, even I, I try doing that other thing where you end up. T- saying a thought and then putting it on loop yep. over your head. Tr- it, like, so I'm trigger it, it, word it in the right way. It could be so fucking hard. I, 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 I understand why GSP. That, why that could be because everyone else is telling you how great you're doing, yep. but in your head you're just like. Yep.
1: But uh, so with that, like, again, he's been very public about the idea that the the dis kind of like time off has allowed him to decompress and enjoy the fruits of his labor. Uh, he was a champion for seven years right um and then you throw in the fact that he did take a lot of damage like uh, people criticize them at times for you know being quote-unquote a decision machine or whatever right. like that but it takes two to dance and if you can't beat the champion the champion wins no um, I mean
0: he, but, the, a bit, yeah. but he's also
1: taken a lot of shots, so he needed that time. I think if anyone can do it, it's him. Um, whether fans will be happy with the end result is a different thing. I think he's very good at setting a game plan and being able to get you know the jab and the the double and the blast double, and he's going to look for different positions and try and get a submission. Um, but I think it's going to be it's going to be really on him to be able to be in the moment it's all about game day it doesn't matter how good you are in the gym uh it matters (laughs) performing on the time i think uh with uh bisbing you can't replace the mat time that he's had he's has this momentum he he beat anderson silva he knocked luke Luke rockwald to death uh what's it called he just beat it well he also got dropped a million times by hendo but still hendo is hundo um and and now uh he's getting to fight as the bigger person i with George, he body like he has bird bones. so I think he like he could like he was even hinting he could potentially go down to 155. Wow. Um, it would probably be a catch weight. They were there was more or less they would they would try a um, uh, a test cut and see if they can go down for you know uh, McGregor versus him um, for the right price, right Everyone's got a price. Uh-huh. Um, I think um, with um, with George, uh, I think he has the opportunity to bulk up and be bigger. He will obviously be a shorter middleweight, but um, no one's more physically uh, dominant at using their hips in the way he does. He but I, is- I
0: said that's a Bing. He's a big guy. Uh, I mean, he's probably walks around a. Two oh five, two ten. I walk around two uh, seventeen. I've I said this at GSP, and I felt like I was bigger than GSP. It's misconceived.
1: It's misleading. Um, I think, but I also think George has the frame that you can add muscle onto it. Um, he's already muscular, uh, and again, the powerful aspect is actually his hips and his, his legs. Uh, that ass, don't lie. Laugh. Right.
0: <laughs> I've never seen a fighter at the first MMA awards. GSP walked in, and the whole. Uh, I forgot where it was the MGM or whatever it was training GSP. I never saw a more beloved fighter. People people love Conor, but it's more like he's a rock star yep. and they're they're like singing songs the Irish people yep. and they're more drunk and partying. GSP it's more like a genuine like love. Yep. Like and they respect him. You never hear anything bad about yep. him. You know, he never gets DUIs, never yep. you know, drugs, never. Yep. He's just a good role model. He's mm-hmm. someone that if you're like if I had a, a son one day, when I have a son, hopefully one day, uh, or a daughter, and I say, hey, if there's an athlete you want to emulate, it would be GSP. It yeah. just seems like that's the guy.
1: No, 100%. Um, and also throwing in the aspects, he was, uh, in many ways, uh, you were talking to relating him to or comparing him to Connor and the difference between him. George was the product of his time in the, in the sense that when you have a niche Sport, a niche market like mixed martial arts. Who be- and when, like you know, senators like John McCain calling it human cockfighting. Yeah, yeah. Then who better to have? It's brand ambassador than a polite French Canadian.
0: <laughs> but I feel like with Connor, people either love him or hate him. or they, yeah. they want to see him get knocked you're watching, out. You're watching regardless, right? Whereas GSP, people either love him or they're indifferent. Yeah. You know, like, there's no like no one wants to see GSP get yeah. knocked out. Maybe yeah. a couple people do, but and For the most part, you're not like cars. like with Connor, I can't wait to see him yeah. lying there. Whereas. Yeah. TSP, you'd almost like you'd feel bad yeah. if he was lying there. No. Well, the uh, first
1: time I ever met him, like he bought me cheesecake. We we're like, because, um, <laughs> yeah, we went on a date. No, I'm kidding. Um, the, basically, uh, one of my uh, original uh, coaches, uh, wrestling coaches, Nick Johnson, uh, used to train with him back in the day. And then we were eating lunch or, or dinner or whatever it was. And then he was just like, oh, hey. And he basically said hello and he introduced himself or whatever. And, uh, when we went to go pay for the bill George already paid for it
0: really yeah now there's a rumor going around he only likes like heavy black women uh, it, it, can you confirm that or deny that
1: i think uh what's it called he doesn't i think uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's only uh, What's it called i i i just know uh what do you call it he's the kind of person that can get any woman he wants so, yeah. yeah
0: yeah okay all right that's cuz i i always ask Patrick Cote and there's an awkward silence when i when i when i ask cote <laughs> but by the way so um uh, other fights that that have been made uh, recently. Um, uh, the fight's coming up actually. Cormier versus Anthony Johnson. Who do you like in this fight?
1: Yeah, it's it's never really who I like. I, I think you know. I th- this one's interesting because we kind of talked about it before. But basically, I think Johnson can knock anyone out in any direction. He, yeah. like even the most unathletic pose. He, yeah, I saw that. I saw the highlights of that. Yeah. Um, even in the most unathletic uh, pose, he will, uh, and even the most, un- oh, bam.
0: Yeah, by the way, we're watching the highlights of Mark D'Aquise, Knocking out Tamu Pakalan. This guy, Mark Diakis, looks like he's a a video game. I mean, he looks like what you play in Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. And those moves that I don't even know – I wouldn't even know where to start on learning those moves. It's very
1: interesting. He obviously has a background uh, in uh, breakdancing. It's very interesting to see fighters that have that. Uh, It it translates in jiu-jitsu, too, I've been told uh, to see. I Even like one of my coaches, uh, Lachlan Chang, uh, he – he has a background in just you know he he had a hobby in, in break breakdancing but the the, the the ability to basically be uh able to um uh not emphasize but rather uh take advantage of strong positions just like in jiu-jitsu just like in wrestling. Yeah. Um it's all about strong um shapes and they they all translate.
0: Yeah, it seems like also like capoeira might be a yep, background yep. as yep. well. Uh now so so like we were saying where Cormier uh, can win this fight through wrestling and grinding him out, but Johnson has i feel like Cormier has to do everything right to win. Whereas Johnson can make mistakes, but he just needs that one, one. shot. Yep. I mean Cormier has power too. Yep. We're talking about a guy that knocked out Bigfoot yep. back when he back in the day in strike force, but doesn't seem to have as much power as Anthony Johnson. Yep. I mean that guy's just it's like a it's like a I don't know what it is. It's insane. Is what no,
1: it is. I, I think you labeled it completely right in the sense that Cormier has to do everything right. Um, Whereas Anthony Johnson, could get picked up and thrown around for a couple of rounds and then just, you know, stepping backwards, (laughs) throwing uppercut and just... But he does get tired, though. I feel like Cormier's got a better guess. I 100% agree. I think not only that, I think sometimes Anthony Johnson breaks in uh, the less dominant position. I think if, like, you know, you get him on his back and you're on top of him and you hit him a bit and you, you, you kind of constantly threaten for a neck if he turns, turns his back, you know what I mean? Uh, pushing him against the cage. You've seen it with, like, even in middleweight when he did it with uh, uh, Vitor Belfort that choked him out or... Um, who Anthony Johnson uh got choked out eventually, was it the third round?
0: Yeah, I think it was the yeah, third
1: round. Same same thing. I I think that's kind of a, a situation that can happen again. If he if he gives it up, but not even gives up, if he just kind of allows it to slip out of his hands. I think there are options for Cormier to basically um submit him or just break him uh, break his will. But I think Anthony Johnson has an opportunity to basically knock him out and knock him dead. All yeah. five rounds.
0: Yeah. And By the way, uh, when I talked about GSP liking big black women, there's obviously nothing wrong with that. Uh, uh, who doesn't love big black women? Some of them, the most yeah. fun time I've ever had were with uh, you know thicker women. Yeah. Uh, but some a lot of times, you know, thick women they they they, they know. They know what they want and how to how to give it to you. Uh, have, have, you have you ever? Um, do you only go for models and tens no, or nines? No, I, Are you? I can find something beautiful about any type of woman. Really,
1: mm. how nice. I was well. I don't necessarily have a type. Have women
0: ever offered you money to sleep with them? I feel like uh, women offered me money. Yeah,
1: women like you'd be. Um, no, but uh, what's it called? Uh, there's like this weird like uh, I've been offered by dudes for, for their for their wives like that was like weird cuckling shit that's like, so yeah. weird yeah, like right. rich dudes and stuff like that
0: and I'm hearing I'm like, about that more and more 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 no no at no, like, no,
1: no, a zero no. <laughs> what no I'm kidding that's uh,
0: crazy like, happy, I don't know what's happily, wrong with these people relationship. I, if you have a girlfriend and you have a wife and. And you want a banger? Fine. I, I don't understand this whole cuckolding.
1: Well, I, I think it's it comes to the same idea where you know um, people don't understand the OCD aspect that you have. I think we're all more or less um, chemical bags, and in, uh, in the way different chemicals work. I don't think um, cuckolding
0: is like a chemical imbalance. Yeah, sure, not necessarily
1: a chemical imbalance. It it could be the sense of if you're looking at the uh, psychological aspect, these could be very uh, again because they have the money. These could be very rich individuals who want to be. Uh, they're normally in the dominant position. They want to be subservient to whatever. Situation, and especially if you're talking about an older man who isn't physically strong, you have uh, a fucking uh, stallion. Just think of like fucking Anthony, just paying Anthony Johnson a hundred thousand just to go to town and your wife, I pay and him just...
0: not to exactly. I... <laughs> <laughs> I pay or him
1: you for that matter. Any amount of money. Please, <laughs> Please don't, either yeah. me, don't have sex with me or my that's girlfriend. that's insane.
0: I, I, but to me, it's like, but everyone's
1: uh, kinks different. Like, you okay, can't... I think
0: it's all when you get married for the wrong reason. That's that, That's the stem. You get these women who want money, so they Married guys, that they're not really into or turned on by, but they're turned on by money. I I think Sorry to keep going. Guys who are into the girls who are beautiful, but is this not really a match? But so now all of a sudden, now we have a problem because she doesn't want to fuck. Uh, he doesn't really do it for her, mm. and now it's like okay, she divorces me mm. and takes half my money. Yep. So now I lose half everything, or I just get a guy to just nail her and she's happy. Yeah, no,
1: um, I one a couple of my friends are in the. Uh, in the uh, lifestyle of uh, you know open marriages and stuff like that, sometimes it's the husband that's more interested in watching his wife get plowed. <laughs> That's what I was implying. Um, it, it's the idea that again, you have this powerful. And let's say this. Uh, not even if we're talking about the age thing or uh, what's called physicality. We're talking about we're talking like let's say a high powered lawyer, a high powered attorney, whatever like that. Normally, a, such a dominant individual um, wants to kind of feel helpless and feel on the weaker point, whatever for whatever reason. Um, you never know what really, especially like with sexuality. It's a different thing because there's different imprints around your your actual childhood that kind of make you um the the individual
0: that you are yeah i don't know man i mean i i, I get it I, I i went to a swinger party once it was one of the strangest things These, like phil Baroni, phil Baroni, phil Baroni, phil barone phil barone <laughs> uh, he used to be in the the group uh he was in skid row the drummer yeah yep, yep. he was in skid row after sebastian bach left so that's yeah so not really well, anyway yep. so he he was he was some part of this like Thing called Lifestyle Lounge. It was like yep. this website for swingers, yep. and he was like on it. And then it, the, all I did a show at like the Improv, and then I get surrounded by like fifty cougars yes. uh, who are kind of hot actually. And they're like, "Hey, you know, you're so funny. We're part of the Lifestyle Lifestyle. They said best of the Lifestyle Twenty. You want to come to this party?' So my friend was going through a divorce, and I'm like, "Yo, it was like they have a Super Bowl party. I'm like, "All right, let's go to this party. It's in Pasadena, right? So we we, we go down there, and my friends like. An emotional wreck. He's a mm. comic, and his wife just left him. So I'm like, this will be funny at least. So it's everything seems kind of normal at first, right? But then there's like this, like it's a huge house. There's like little kid rooms, and you walk into the room, and people are just banging in, in rooms, like on like on like a the kid swing set or whatever. So this one guy was like, hey, I want to his wife. I want you, you know, you give Adam a blowjob in front, and I'm like, no, no, I, I couldn't have him there while I'm it just. See, was, I told you that again. It's, it's, not, it's well, not good for me, right? So now the foot, the, the Football games on Super Bowl it's like the last thing it's like it's like one of the best games I think Reggie Bush was in it yeah, it was yeah. one of those games back in the day it was like it was the New Orleans Saints for in the okay. and it's the fourth quarter and everyone's watching it and it's on a bar outside and this girl is lying down like a turkey like an upside down <laughs> turkey right on the bar while a guy is putting his fist in her right like she's getting fisted while the game's on top so I I don't even know where to look. I'm like, I'm looking at the game. Clearly look I'm at looking at her butt I'm looking. It's one of those things. So this girl next to me, who looks like a school teacher, goes, "Ah, oh, that's so terrible." And I'm like, "Yeah." And he, she goes, "He's doing it wrong." <laughs> like, 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 like that was what she. I was like, dude, "I'm in some weird." And that was the last swinger party I went to. Yeah. After that, I was I was done. Mm, cool. I just couldn't deal with that. You ever do a swinger party? Nah, no, not really. Uh, what's it called? I've uh, never actually gone. There's a
1: couple in in, in Toronto, or whatever like that. That again, a bunch of. Uh, friends and stuff like that um,
0: I've gone and I've heard some crazy stories but no I've never kind of happened no no last time I saw you you had a uh, a trainer that was, like, might have been, like, 5'2", 84 pounds. He was half Asian, but he knew everything about MMA. I mean, this guy was, like, an idiot savant, and he, this guy, knew, he was, like, your master splinter. Where he, I don't know if he could do it himself, but he, he could see things. He's still with you, that guy? Yeah, no, uh, he's a really good friend. I, I mentioned him earlier,
1: Lachlan Chang. Right. Um, so, with him, no, he, uh, he's uh, definitely still part of my uh, Career, um, and he's also moved into different uh, aspects in regards to uh, in the pharmaceutical industry and whatnot. And he's doing uh, different things in genetics and stuff like that. So it's really cool. Uh, he's he's like you said, he's the smartest guy in any room. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and mixed martial arts is actually more or less his hobby rather than his career. So he was my coach, kind of. Obviously, he was all in. But you know how there's usually twenty four hours in the day. There's like thirty six in his.
0: Yeah, you know, he knew. He knew exactly. Like he would tell you footwork. I mean, he knew... Every fighter he would tell you exactly By the way, and I gotta give a shout out to Robin Black Because I know he's kind of going yep. through a hard time uh, With uh, jobs and stuff I actually, there was a fighter who told me Top 5 fighter, I'm not gonna say his name That he hated Robin Black's breakdowns Because he was so good at them uh-huh. That it would tell his opponent what he was gonna do uh, And, he was, and he, would, he was To a T he, like, he was actually upset that Robin Black Had him you. figured out so yeah. much So you know, much respect to Robin yep. Black Because he, uh, yep. you know, somebody told me that And, and he, he didn't even know that But uh, he seems like there's a guy very passionate, you know, uh, the sport takes all kinds, but he seems like he knows what he's talking about. Yep. And
1: uh, he actually, Robin, was my uh, first manager. Um, He's a a really good friend. He's a dear person in my life. I'm actually missing, like, they're they're doing a little uh, taco and tequila night for him uh, back home. I'm going to miss it, unfortunately. Um, But uh, I'm going to try and grab him. Uh, We actually grabbed... uh, you know, tequila and taco. That seems to be a theme in his his life. But uh, what's it called? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we uh, we got some drinks and stuff like that, and caught up. Um, he's someone that believed in me right from the beginning, and I'm someone that always believed in him, and no matter what, um, I yeah. know he'll find his feet, and I know he'll go in the direction that I think it was inevitable. I I think in many ways he was able to kind of outgrow what he was doing anyways i i think it's just the case where he didn't leave before they left him yeah so um obviously no one wants to be the you know there's a hammer and nail in every situation um unfortunately obviously leaving uh uh, the, the the network that he was with um it kind of you know it said i'm like well something i was planning to do in a year well it's happening today but he's he's starting his own podcast i think it's fighting is about fighting yeah. um, i even messaged him uh, recently about like a couple of ideas i had or whatever like that and we're going to spitball and like i said tequila soon yeah no um, he'll be fine
0: there aren't, be there fine. aren't many guys that can do what he does no um, so. and he's
1: again what he's very he's reinvented himself many of times he used to be in a rock band he used to be the lead singer he's uh, then he switched and tried to become a professional fighter uh, and he's had 10 or just he has 9 uh, professional fights under his belt um, And has
0: he won any of them or
1: he's won 4 uh, Four nice. uh, and then lost five. Okay. I think he wanted to go five hundred, but again, this is someone who didn't make his pro fight until he was 36. and He probably did a
0: ton of drugs and everything else. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. See,
1: He has some of the funniest stories when like him in Venice, like you know, what I mean, like on a bender, uh, having lunch like at a Versace <laughs> event, and he's just like. Wow, life ain't too bad, right? Yeah, like, right. like he's he's reinvented himself so many times, and obviously he's not reinventing himself in regards of his passion, but he's reinventing himself in his way to get it out to the masses. He's he's starting his own uh, podcast, not podcast or podcast YouTube channel, whatever. The yeah, technical he'll be thing. fine. Yeah. Um, again, uh, what has been the biggest? Um, Uh, opportunity for him has been uh, the uh, the breakdowns that he's been able to put on online and those are what got him out so he's starting his own thing
0: now uh, McGregor uh, versus Mayweather like I think you know at first I was like what is McGregor doing now I think it's uh it's a win-win for him because if he loses, sure. he loses to this. If he's going to get $15 million or whatever, probably more than that, he's not going to get that to fight Khabib yeah. or, or any one of these Ferguson, which would be a much tougher fight. So it's a quick payday. And But do you think he has any shot of winning? Uh, I think he has a shot in the sense that Floyd has had some trouble with
1: southpaws before. Um, but in the same time, uh, he's obviously going to a different sport. Uh, I think Mayweather. Everyone knows this. He is the best defensive boxer of all time. Um, I think someone I can't remember who said it, but basically, uh, if they don't touch gloves, they might not. Uh, that was Mayweather, yeah, <laughs> There you go. That's it. That was the only contact yeah.
0: he's gonna make yeah. in the fight is when they touch gloves. Yeah. I just can't. I mean, but who knows? I mean, what do I know? I don't remember that. I knew you did that. I th- I <laughs> thought that Brock Lesnar was gonna get killed by Mark Hunt in yep. the rematch, and then he didn't. So, yep. but you know, I'm not comparing. But I'm just saying there are times that I've been wrong a lot of times I'm wrong about yep. things. I want I thought Alan was gonna be Gunner, but it's well you know, when you're friends with people the emotional connection, you, obviously. You can't, but, you know.
1: Um you don't want to root against them and, and whatnot. But um I think uh I think with um with Floyd, like you said, it's a win win situation. He what? He's not gonna get knocked out. Like like I don't think so. The only thing Wait time-
0: What do you mean for Floyd's not gonna get knocked out? Or, uh, or what's Connor. The,
1: Connor's not gonna get knocked out. I mean, he can get
0: stopped, out. don't you think, if he gets hit with Thirty punches in a row.
1: I don't think he gets knocked out. I, I don't. Uh, Mayweather has had so many surgeries with his hands. He's the best defensive boxer. I I, I think he's a rain, uh, he's fighting a rangy southpaw, which um, he doesn't. Like again, he has trouble. He still beat them. Um, he's he's undefeated for a reason. He's forty nine and zero. I I think at this point, McGregor doesn't need like I think it's more Mayweather needs McGregor to stay relevant than anything else in some regards um do you think
0: it, he he think uh it's gonna happen
1: I think it, it all signs pointing to yes. Um, I think it is and I may or may not have the same management as Connor McGregor really I don't know anything
0: oh come on
1: <laughs> really I don't know anything wow. I don't know I just I don't know uh, all right I have no idea. Oh, you're so full of shit, man. That's awesome. So it's gonna happen. So you have no idea. You're come on.
0: You're a terrible liar. Don't ever get arrested. You're gonna start cracking up on the fucking uh, witness stand. I'm not yeah, yeah, right. Give me a break. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. By the way, shout out to Sarah Kaufman last night who beat. Uh, she, she won her fight against uh, Jesse Jess. Yep. Uh, I like Jess Jess has probably the nicest butt in MMA, by the way. If you want to check out an ass, uh, check out Jessie Jess. Pretty girl, too. Okay. I, 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 those Australian girls. They just mm. they have like, I mean, she doesn't have a tattoo on her, on her eye of a teardrop or something. I don't know what it is. It looks a little uh, scary. But, uh, <laughs> but there's something about Australian chicks that are tatted up that just, it's hot. I don't know what it is. I'll take an Australian accent on a girl over a Boston accent any day of the week. Yes.
1: One would would figure.
0: Nothing is worse than a Minnesota accent. Boston. (laughs) New York, I don't mind. Brooklyn, fine. But Maine is terrible. But Australia and England are the the best.
1: The boner would just be ruined.
0: Canada's not bad. Not, well,
1: great, I'm not, not great, but not great. It's not anything. It's just plain. Yeah, uh, in many ways. Like, uh, fun fact: uh, most uh, like in like journalism school and like uh, broadcasting school, it's told to basically talk like the the projected uh, um, accent you want is someone from Ottawa, northern Ottawa. Oh, really? Yeah, just a plain spoken individual like that. Wow. That's who they try to emulate. Hmm. and that's why there's a bunch of uh, like people like CNN and like for a guy who doesn't read you
0: know a lot of facts by the way huh? you for a guy who never reads you know a lot of facts I read. <laughs> I'm just kidding
1: <laughs> I well, that, that, well that's uh, also again you're the product of the people that you surround yourself with and we talked about Lachlan and the ability to kind of um, you know be the smartest person in any room he yeah. um, he, in many ways rubbed off on me in the sense that um, just the, the hunger for growing and learning I, I'm not really a one tracked mind individual um, for instance like I, I Getting a little bit of slack on the idea that like all the outside projects I've been working on, um, but there's 24 hours in the day, and I, I I'm a professional fighter for the the two sessions a, a day that I do, and then there's so much time in between. Um, and we talked about it. Like I don't have um, I don't have kids, uh, so I have the the opportunity to uh, in many ways be very selfish in my life, and the time that I do have, I spend it with my girlfriend, and we make up for it. But uh, again, I I think. Um, there, you're doing it yourself a disservice uh, and it was Lachlan who, who said it and I agree with it and the idea that if you don't leave your leave with like three million dollars uh, from fighting you did it wrong um, and I'm trying to do that in the best possible way and whether it's actually doing it from making uh, from fighting or uh, making it outside in regards to the different projects that I myself for instance am working on that's awesome
0: now the amazing race Canada yep you lost yes I how did. did how did you lose that Well, I have dyslexia. So I actually did it with my
1: girlfriend. Um, So we did it. We did uh, the show together. We weren't even really together. Um, We're just like, we're kind of seeing each other and then um, she kind of like, I I did, I'm the first person in uh, uh, Amazing Race to get picked with two different partners and then they just kind of like figured it out. So I was doing it with my training partner and they're like, we loved it. And then uh, my now girlfriend, she's just like, like, kind of have joking they're like ha i want you to do it with me of course let's do one right exactly of course um so uh she we did one and it's hilarious as fuck and uh they picked us and she's like well shit i don't actually want to do this i just wanted you to want me to do it (laughs) so uh luckily i'm the one that lost so it didn't uh embarrass her i have no real ego in in the sense but I, i have dyslexia so um i ironically enough uh i uh was doing a broadcast, uh, and I now work for TSN, which is essentially the ESPN of Canada. Right. And we were doing a broadcast, and you had to basically just read down the thing. And
0: How is that a race if you're doing a broadcast? No, it's, one of, no, it's, not, it's
1: part of the race. You have the race between everything, right? Yeah. Like So like there's different challenges in between. So right. one of them was a broadcasting thing. Um, and it's like, again, there was like a, a clue. And it's like, who feels sporty? Mm-hmm. And then we obviously, I'm the sporty one. And then it, 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 we took Q we into TSN, and we we're supposed to do this thing. But with the broadcaster, you're supposed to read it. And I've done it many times before. But the thing is, um, and you would know this, if you ever make a mistake, you just keep going through. You're a live event. You just keep going. Um, With my dyslexia, there's like 73 different types of dyslexia. Uh, Mine specifically, I literally... I can't sometimes, sp- I, I speak louder than I, or I think louder than I can speak. Um, and then also, um, I kind of flip words to make more sense in my head. Um, so simple things, like instead of saying gorgeous goal, I said glorious goal, right? Um, or like there was another couple of things here and there that I kind of messed up when, and they don't tell you what you do wrong. So uh. I do the whole thing, and again, I'm, I'm being the broadcaster. Other people right. are straight up just reading it, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And I'm like, Hi, I'm Elias Theodore. I'm putting right. my my like I'm actually doing my job. And then the same thing would happen with the actual guy that used to be in TSN as well. He he was on the CFL uh, and he was also a broadcaster there. He and I were both last because again, if you had any training in it, it was actually your, to your detriment because right. of all the law of all the um, the, the, the just the, the the tricks and the rules that you kind of do to just just fake it till you make it and just right. kind of go through. Um, and then again to my to my credit, and uh, basically the situation, I got to lose without getting punched in the head. Did you? Uh-huh. Did
0: you really care that you lost or no?
1: Oh, it was it was devastating at, at the time because of all the cool places we wanted to go. We were the first out, uh. um, but. the the kind of silver lining is um, I was responsible for the greatest uh, Canadian um, uh, broadcast ratings in Canadian history really yeah that's awesome yeah so uh, and I was uh, uh, direct uh, marketing I I figured it out I was actually responsible for a 20% boost uh, that actually completely left when I left (laughs) so like the producers because there's like I don't know how familiar you are with Amazing Race Uh, there's different things where it's like not everyone's elimination so like usually by the third or fourth race and they have discretion where to put it um, and and I don't know if they do it like oh we really like this team whatever but they couldn't right. do it the first episode right just kidding no one goes home today don't fuck this up again right, right. they couldn't do it because it, it's supposed to it's supposed to be a contest um, but uh, they've already hinted they want us both back and especially they, they even they even kind of joked around if you guys break up we want you even more so <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's hilarious. laughs> to come back so uh, yeah evil. Uh,
1: again it was it was. Um, it was a a cool experience. Like there's a whole like different uh, beforehand, the kind of uh, getting ready uh, that you kind of process that you do, and that's where me and my girlfriend, my girlfriend and I rather got to spend essentially a week together and bang like bunnies and nice. uh, what do you call it? Just got to know each other, and then after losing in such a devastating way. Uh, she again, it kind of worked out because I lost rather because she did her. All oh, right, like, if she would have lost, yeah, yeah she would have yeah. lost. She would probably been a lot more, you know, yeah. nervous about it, especially because of the idea that I'm in the public eye in some regard. But the fact that she gets to laugh at this big idiot uh, <laughs> and they kind of hold it on me, like That's anytime awesome. I do something,
0: she'll just be like, "Yeah, well, at least I didn't lose the race." <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, so who are we calling out now? So we call we called out Rashad Evans. Uh, who else well, five guys Elias me, wants to fight yeah
1: well see it's just confusing on who like I, like I said Christoph Jocko would be an interesting fight um, uh, Talos Latis would be an interesting fight like uh, there's like a
0: bunch of guys but it's just this weird thing of who's fighting I, what about the winner of Masvidal who's Masvidal fighting Masvidal Maya.
1: They the, what a welterweight, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need, uh, I like both my
0: legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're 185, aren't they? No, no. no. Oh. Uh, Maya went down from 185. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so 185. So we gotta, we gotta think. Who's at 185? Fuck.
1: Well, again, if instead of fighting CM Punk, uh, Vitor Belfort, <laughs> but not in Brazil. because uh, oh, well, he didn't, look, he he didn't
0: look too good in Brazil. No,
1: no. But well, I, I don't even know. Like again, I don't know where anyone what about is. But the winner like, of Kelvin Silva. I don't think he, he wants to fight me at that point. He's gone too far ahead. Of course, right. I would love to. I would have loved to fight Silva. Um, even if uh, Silva loses, I would love to fight Silva. You know what I mean? Like, again, it's, it's one of those things where yeah. I would love to fight Rashad Evans, not because of necessarily the place that he's in, but rather the fact that it would be an honor to, to fight a former tough champion, a former champion, and someone that I idolize getting into this sport.
0: What about Derek Brunson?
1: Derek Brunson would be a great fight, too. Like, uh, again, I, I don't know. Um, he's also on a three fight losing streak, I think. Mm. So it's that weird thing. Like, he's still, I think, ranked higher than me, but it's it's Two it's, fight
0: I think Whitaker and Anderson, right? You yeah. might be right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's
1: just confusing about where the, the middleweights are. Um, and especially, you know, they want to throw an intern belt on this, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <hell> yeah. <laughs> so what do we have coming up? Um. I'm more running around. Um, I I did this project, uh, or I did uh, this broadcast that I was doing, and then uh, I got um, a couple of, uh, well, I basically been offered a a couple of leads on uh, different movies. Nice. Um, And yeah, an action movie, I can't talk about it too much. Uh, And then another one which I can talk about, which is called uh, Street uh, Street Fighters. Uh, If all goes well, we're going to partner up with Capcom. So the idea is I'm a mixed martial artist, huge stretch, um, and I, I get injured. I think, uh, think kind of like Anderson Silva, broken leg kind of thing. And uh, there's a real question on what, whether, whether I'll be able to be a fighter again. And I'm trying to basically find myself uh, in, in a new direction in my life, and I, I turn to competitive video gaming. So I live vicariously through uh, Ryu. Okay. Yeah. That's so, great. Yeah. Uh, and then it be a, it's an amazing thing. I'm actually a producer on it. Um I own a certain percentage of the actual project. Um it's a great way to work with different brands that I'm going to be having a, a part of it. Uh and then like, you know, conversation with Microsoft and uh Sony right now. We're talking to um Capcom. Uh there's a potential to like uh I'm my the person is obviously built around me, uh the character. Um he lives off of as my girlfriend would say energy drinks and compliments. Uh, so there there's uh there's uh, uh, basically a whole theme of energy drinks. Essentially, leveled me up, uh, obviously with the, the, the direction of that. Um, and then there's um, a potential uh, a book, a graphic novel that's called like uh, Confessions of a Cape Crusader, I believe. Um, they want me to essentially be the Batman for it, and uh, to put in perspective. Uh, but he's not. He's the guy that is the. Inspiration for Batman, and he, he has this big chip on his shoulder because he made him very PG thirteen, but he's not. Um, so think Archer. You ever watched the Christian yeah, yeah, Archer? I so yeah. think Archer, but Batman okay so uh, and the other one I'm really excited for but I can't talk about Uh, and then I also have a TV show that um, I'm also the producer of and what's it called we already have uh, it looks like potentially two networks uh, and it's really cool with uh, understanding how like uh, producing works and the back end stuff like you know the difference between uh, selling it to a big uh, network uh, which they'll have more control over it um, rather than selling it to a small market um, who only does in their individual area and then you get that property and and you get to flip it to different networks. And, is that in say, Canada or the U.S.? Um, it, it, like, uh, what's it called? We've already taken it. We've got offers outside of Canada and U.S., but um, we have potential for, it looks like a, a networking in Canada is very interested. And then uh, I talked to a bunch of networks in when I was in L.A. last, when we were talking earlier. Um, and there might be, this is where the opportunity, and this is where the cool thing that uh, I'm learning is uh, there's something called windowing. So essentially, I, if I was a, let's say, dude in a Canadian network, and uh, that Canadian network only is in Canada, so the the, the projected um, project that I'm working on is about four million dollars uh, for a season, uh, give or take a million, depending on how you know how much uh, uh, funding you can get uh, throughout. But um, you know, you get a network, you you find some uh, type of. Um, you know network will give you 40 to 50 percent of it you get another 20 to 30 from uh, different ads that will either buy it on like you know product placement or whatever then you get uh, tax credits from the, con- the uh, let's say Canada and then you get uh, an angel investor to put the top 10 15 percent and then you have your project once you um, then have it you do something called windowing where that com- that the network only needs it in Canada per se uh, then I can take it after three months and sell it for a fraction of the price and I own 25 percent of this intellectual property so so uh, it's just a multitude. You tell it 10
0: times and boom. That's what it kind of, yeah. Byron Allen is really good at that. All right, great. So you're, you're busy. You're busy. Busy, but busy's good. Uh, of course, of course. I uh, want to thank our sponsors again. Listen, it's uh, time to talk about the boatload of money you could be making this week at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. Lay down some money. March Madness is here. Let's make some money on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players. Start betting at mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? That was the worst. I know that. that happened to me. Come to mybookie today. I'd only recommend a service that I actually use, and it's been good to me and my listeners. So, that's right. Uh, go to mybookie, and it'll match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Just use the promo code MMA50 to activate Offer. Go to MyBookie today or call them at 1-844-900-BETS. Also, I want to uh, thank our other sponsor, and I want to tell you guys uh, how good – Blue Apron is. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Trust me, cooking together builds strong family bonds. Me and my girl do it all the time. Nothing better than cooking with your girl. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more than everyone else. So those who spend a lot of money at restaurants or high-end grocery stores, which I used to do that, can now spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal. Their featured upcoming meals are salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli, pork chops and miso butter with with bok choy and marinated apple, vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes and crispy tortilla strips, as well as spicy coconut shrimp with curry with cabbage and rice. So check them out. This week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to BlueApron.com slash MMA Roast. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes, and you'll be able to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's BlueApron.com slash MMA Roast. I want to thank Elias for coming uh, over here to this – I I was staying at this hotel, but I guess there was a shooting or something, so they relocated me to some – a kind of an Airbnb, uh, but Elias came, didn't judge, uh, so that that was that was pretty cool. And uh, I am at the Comedy Cave tonight. And tomorrow in Calgary, Monday and Tuesday at the Dime Bar in L.A. Um, and then I will be in San Diego at the Comedy Palace this Friday and Saturday. Uh, then I'm going to be in uh, at the Hollywood Improv uh, the 29th of March. And then uh, Myrtle Beach uh, the first week of April at the Carolina Comedy Club. And then I will be in Kansas City in Stanford and Sons April 12th to the 18th. As well as uh, Looney Bin in Oklahoma. Uh, April 27th to the 29th. So thank you guys very much. That's three podcasts this week. No more complaining to me, guys, about you I don't get the podcast. Thank you, Elias. Can't wait to watch you fight again. And have a good rest of the week. And bye.